0: What is up, everybody? I'm excited to be here today on Infinite Impact Radio and Infinite Impact TV, if you're watching this on YouTube. We have got James Hackney, who's gonna pronounce it a little bit different when he introduces himself, um, as you'll see in a moment. He's He's a host of the Millennial Motivation Podcast, he's a coach, and I wanted to share this because this is what caught my eye. When we talked the first time, and I went and looked at his podcast, I was immediately drawn in and was like, "I got to get him on the show because he'll be a perfect fit for this." But he's on a mission to stop millennials dying at 25, and for it to take 50 years to bury them. So I think I got that right. If not, you can correct me on that too. When we dive in, James. So how are you doing today?
1: I'm amazing. Thank you very much for having the pod. Thank you very much for having me on the podcast.
0: Yes, of course. And. um, Before we go any deeper into that mission, uh, I do want to say, you know, we were just laughing before we started because I asked him, I said, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your name right. And I said it, of course I'm from the South in the, in the U S and you're from where?
1: From from England, the middle of England, a place called Stoke-on-Trent.
0: So you were just telling me that we, that here we pronounce H's whereas you don't really pronounce the H, right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So we would say James Acne.
0: Yeah. No H. Gotcha. I don't know why.
1: It's, it's a thing. We just don't seem to use Hs.
0: Yeah, that's interesting, though. So, so you get, so this is like a two for one. The people listening get two different accents.
1: They do. Hopefully they can understand my accent. It's a mixture of a few <laughs> between, places in the world.
0: Yeah, between you and me, you know, we might, they might. Well, for me, they usually have to put the uh, podcast on a little fast speed because I tend to talk slower being from the South. Uh, my friend and I actually do a podcast together, and we're, he's from Mississippi, I'm from South Carolina. We set the timer for 10 minutes, and we talk extra fast, because we know it'll sound normal speed to everybody listening, and then we have to shut it off, because we know <laughs> as Southerners too, we will continue to talk for the rest of the day, like I'm doing right now. So let's just get off of me and get back to James real quick. Um, so James, if you would, please, before we get into the, your mission and your podcast, and your coaching and anything else you want to share with us, if you would, just take a minute and just share your backstory. You know your your origin story behind this, yeah. why you wanted to start all this, what motivated you to create a positive impact in the world.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I'll give you a, a shortened down version. So I class myself as I'm on a journey at the moment in time, which kickstarted. Um, back in September 2017. Um, i just bought a house with a partner, my partner at the time. Two weeks later, I found that she was seeing somebody else and love with somebody else, so we broke up. And that's when it really kick-started my journey. I started to spiral down um, over the next few months. We were selling the house, and over the next few months, my, my nan was diagnosed completely out of the blue with terminal cancer. For 12 days later, on Christmas Eve, she passed away. We watched her pass away in her home. And then in the April in 2018, my auntie lost a battle of cancer. And that was in 2018. And I just spiraled down negative emotions. I was still in the house. The house had been sold, but we were in the moving out stage. So it was due to be released from myself in June, where I was no longer the owner of the property. And I kept spiraling down just negativity, no confidence, no self-belief. I'd literally hit what I class as my bottom, spending two weeks inside the house. Not eating, not drinking, not going out, not speaking to anybody, not going to work, just completely numb. And I kickstarted started my journey by um, reading uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And there's a bit in there it talks about how you want to be remembered, like your eulogy. And the things that I was listing of how I wanted to be remembered was nowhere near to what I was feeling at the moment in time. So I embarked on a journey of self-development, a struggle to get myself out of the rut, and I, I noticed that I needed to change my habits and my routines and what I was doing on a daily basis. Because at that time, what I was doing was keeping me where I was. It was keeping me stuck. Cut along a long, short, six, six months later, I built myself up to then go traveling the world solo. So I went traveling the world for six months, saw some amazing places. And I lived a dream. There's a particular moment, which I can touch on later on, where I sat back and I've never felt the emotions of I had dreamed about this all my life. And I was doing exactly what I dreamed about. And that really, really started to ignite me to want to help millennials to do the exact same. Then when I turned back from traveling, I walked into a pub with some friends and they were having the same conversations. They were complaining about the same problems. They were complaining about this, the work they were doing. And this, just it was like a conversation I could have had with them 10, 12 months ago. And I thought, you know what? I've been on such a journey, such an adventure. I need to help other millennials to actually realize that at the age of 25 26 30 35 that we don't have to settle for something that we don't do not enjoy we don't have to settle to work into retirement which then maybe start the podcast and then helping to helping to coach other millennials to really create momentum towards their dreams
0: that's great that's I a, love that. that's story. a short version yeah <laughs> i love the story though i mean it's the, the journey It follows the hero's journey, which I I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Joseph Campbell and the hero's journey where, you know, you go out, you go on that journey, you step into your fear, Mm. you find that, you know, that gold, that reward, which is obviously symbolic for what you found while you were on your journey and you bring it back. But then the journey is not complete until you share it with others. So that's what you're doing now. And I think that's really that's that's great. I love it. Um, So. I I did want to ask you this, because this intrigued me a little bit. As somebody who's been going through, I've been spending this year doing a lot of changes as far as habits and uh, morning routines, meditating, things like that, getting back into exercising. So when you were, when you decided that you had to make that change and you decided you were going to go and, you know, fulfill your dream to travel solo. But before that, you actually mentioned that you had to make some changes in your life. Did, did you do things like change your mind, do mindset practices, read more, exercise, things like that?
1: Yeah, com- completely. Where I was at that stage of, and I think it was where I'd been all my life, I was so used to waking up in the morning, getting up late, rushing around the house, getting out to work, coming back in, watching TV, and never doing anything. Do you know I was spending 90% of my time doing things that I didn't enjoy? So when I was in this rut, in this period where I was trapped in the house, my habits were completely just watching Netflix, browsing social media, and just the mindset emotions as well of just allowing myself to think negative emotions and never catching myself. So then I thought, you know what? I've got to live my day completely different because I'm a firm believer. Oh, it, it, it's completely true. How you live today is how you live your life. I was like, right, I need to change this up. So I started to research and started by a morning routine. And what could I do in the mornings? And the meditation was a huge part. Meditation was huge in regards to just settling my mind, let me understand my emotions, where I was. It's okay to feel how I was, but it's it's okay to feel how I was, but it's not okay to to stick with that. If you want to change that, you can set about that change for your mindset and for your physical habits. So yeah, complete and utter change of what I was doing in the mornings and in the evenings and, and during the day really.
0: That's great. I love that. Yeah, it's uh it's huge. I mean we don't realize like you said, you were in that routine and you were just like you were comfortable. So you you know, a lot of times we want to stay in the comfort zone instead of stepping out yeah. of that comfort zone. It's much easier to be comfortable even though it's really painful. You know, it's it's a really a, you don't want
1: to be a, there sometimes. Yeah. It's a, a wicked little problem.
0: trick. You know? So I love that. Um, yeah. so, so you went on this journey and then you came back and you decided you wanted to do something. And I know one of the biggest things you've done is started this podcast. And I'm, yeah. I'm like really impressed because you and I were talking before. Before we got on, I jumped on and I looked and I saw where you posted um, 100th episode, which is an awesome milestone. Uh, Thank congratulations. You. But Thank here's you. what's really awesome about it is how long have you been podcasting?
1: I've been podcasting now for just over four months.
0: So hundred episodes in four months—that's great. I mean that that yeah. that, that you were dedicated. That's consistent. You really got momentum going. So I oh, mean, was, yeah, fully. Was it your goal to do that many that quickly, or did you just find yourself loving it so much that you did? You just went straight ahead and jumped in full force.
1: Well, I I, I was it was more of a full force. You're, you're quite right. I thought, you know, what if I'm going to do this. I'm going to have to throw everything at this, like just fully indulge myself in completely changing. And I I know a a guy who is quite a big podcaster in America and it was all over the world and he does a show every single day. So I was like, right, I'm going to do a show every single day. And he told me that that will then get you ranking up on iTunes. I was like, great. I'll do one every single day. And then I did that for a month and I was like, I'm doing these shows, but I'm never really sitting, because of how busy I was with working a nine-to-five job as well, Like I'm never actually sitting back, and I feel like I'm just producing content for the sake of it and not actually offering quality. So i reduced that down to four episodes, and since then, personally, I've gotten a, a lot more, more value feedback from people saying that it's more concentrated value and it's more quality, so quality over quantity. But still, four episodes a week, is, I feel, to get the momentum is something I'm really proud of, I'd like to say.
0: Yeah, I love it. I mean, that's that's great. I mean, I, you're making me feel bad now because I actually have, I, well, I just launched the podcast that you're on now. I just launched and I love it. I love interviewing people like you and hearing your stories. But before that, I had another one and I still do where I was sort of sharing my journey. Yeah. And I've been so busy over the past two weeks that that sort of got pushed back. So it makes me want to jump back in, but I'm going to take your advice and instead of just doing it for the sake of doing it, Get yeah. some forethought in it. Think about your audience and share. So, in these episodes, are, I haven't had a chance to listen to them. So, are you just going in and sharing your journey along the way, the things that you're learning, the things that you've discovered, or are you also interviewing people, or is it just solely your story?
1: So, we, so on the podcast, we do we interviews. We do about three or four interviews a month with guests like yourself who have embarked on a journey who are breaking free from the from the social norms, the status quo and actually challenging themselves and who have suffered from failure as well. And when I, I a lot of the podcast we do four episodes a week, and as I said, three or four interviews a month. And when I'm talking on the podcast, it's more around my experiences and also what I am learning from reading books, from reading these books, from watching videos online and what I'm seeing day to day. And it's to really, to allow millennials to believe in themselves, to believe that they can change. And change starts with valuing the time outside the nine-to-five. We're so committed to the nine-to-five, to working on somebody else's dream, that when we get home, we completely disvalue what comes after work. And there's so much time there. We, even if we commit an hour, an hour to, hour per day, we can slowly create the momentum and you can achieve so much. So I talk about how to do that, how to bring in a morning routine, how to bring in success habits, all purely because it's something that I achieved myself and I'm also working on that currently at the moment of time. And I see, I like to interview people who are where I want to be. So we can, we can get and help the audience to know that we are, these people who are achieving success are no different. They're, they're doing just more with their 24 hours of the day, which they can do, which you can do as well.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, you said it perfectly, just going and start to take those steps because you can't get to where you want. If you don't take the steps, you know, and I, I think that's, I actually had an interesting conversation the other day with someone who, for this podcast and they mentioned something similar where we were talking about, um, in, in the context of health and fitness. And you know, if you're overweight and you need to lose like 40 pounds and you know, you didn't, get that way from one beer you know you didn't get that way from one bad meal you didn't get that way from one day of not exercising you can't and so you can't accomplish your goals and your dreams with one you know giant push and then giving up it has to be small things every day so i mean that that's perfect because then if you have that one hour i mean imagine At the end of a month, congratulate yourself for how far you've come. So yeah, that's a and what great you've learned. Point, yeah, I love that. Um, All right, so we got the podcast. Let's talk a little bit about your coaching. Does your coaching? I'll, I'll touch on this a couple ways. So I guess your coaching. How did you decide on coaching? Because I know you probably had a lot of opportunities. I mean, as an as an entrepreneur, sharing your your dream and what you're learning, you're sharing it through the podcast, but you could offer courses, you could offer, you know, you could write a book to sell to people because you obviously love books, which remind me, I want to touch on it a little bit. I want to ask like two or three of your books that you would recommend, but, but um, how did you decide coaching was going to be the thing? How did you simplify it down to that one thing that you knew would make an impact?
1: It was more uh, for for coaching for me is because I felt that I, from my experiences that I could help a lot of people and I have had coaches in the past who have coached me who have helped me achieve small goals big goals and I thought you know what I I, I'm not determined to help other people and I think I was guilty of throwing the self, self imposter syndrome upon myself I didn't believe in myself when I first started that I could mentor somebody that someone could come to me for the answers and I think that was a lack of confidence in myself I started doing some research on what coaching actually was, and I realised it's all about asking questions. So when I when I'm coaching millennials, I coach millennials around certain topics around creating momentum, about around how are they struggling to create momentum, and the podcast I give I don't hold back on the podcast. I like to give as much value as I possibly can because I feel that all value should be free and. A lot of the coach, or off all the the coaching clients that I get are from the podcast. So I had, one thing I didn't want to do is, for me, be giving me be a completely different person from the podcast and be a completely different person in real life. So the coaching for me started off as a lack of self belief that I could mentor somebody and that I could tell somebody, listen, this is what you need to do. This is what you, this is what I would advise. And then through the coaching, I'm slowly start to be like, okay, I can help you create create momentum from you internally you you come up with your own ways by me asking the questions but on the same front that i can then put i can then say to you right where are you struggling okay you're struggling in the mornings okay this is how we can create your morning routine you you decide what will work for you but i'll show you how to bring that into your morning routine
0: i love that so for our audience i think this is really important you touched on um a little bit of that imposter syndrome yeah which you know, it was interesting. We were having a conversation in another group that I'm a part of where we interviewed somebody um, who's pretty, pretty high up in a big name business. They were actually just named the number one like entrepreneurial business in the US. Um, And he was, we discussed this and he was talking about how it doesn't matter what level you are on. As soon as you move to the next level, you have imposter syndrome there too. So the more you grow, you will still have imposter syndrome. So the thing that there's two cool things about that. If you know that ahead of time, you know that the people, if you look up to Tony Robbins or you look up to somebody who's they are still experiencing some of the things that you're experiencing. So it's a great thing to look at it that way and know, okay, like I'm no different than that person that I want to, that I strive to be like that I'm modeling their success. Um, yeah. so it's a really big confidence builder, I think so. But my question would be the long winded, see, that's the long winded Southern way of getting to a question, tell like a long story. My question would be, how did you get over the imposter syndrome? How did you just, what, is there one thing that you did or was it a combination? But how did you get over that?
1: There was two big things that I've learned. that's helped me out. The first was when I went traveling. And you are put in a room full of eight, ten, sometimes as I was in a room with 20 people. You don't know who they are, you don't know what they do, or nothing at all. You just have to introduce yourself, and you have to force the confidence upon yourself. Because if you don't, you're in a foreign country, thousands of miles from home. And then when you start speaking to people, you start finding out what they do. And I've made friends who are from England who are very successful in business and after talking to them about even knowing that they had a business they were having the same fears the same doubts the same lack of self-belief and also i i built my confidence up as i've said before traveling and i was i was i was was, i've become a confident person where i could walk into a room where i could go solo traveling but there was these people that were successful in business they struggled with the whole element of that and it just proved to me that. Okay, you, you look at these people who are you class as successful because everyone classes as their own class of success, successfulness. These people are you class as success, you are also successful in areas that they aren't successful, so they may feel that they can be at kind of this imposter syndrome on what you're successful as. I don't know if that makes sense. And I thought, you know, what, we're on a level playing field here, and then I read. A, a book and I can't remember what book it was it was a few years ago it was actually three points sorry and, it was, and, that, was, and that was I think it was The Great Escape I think or was it I can't remember it was, it was an, an old war book that I read and he said that he was tasked to during the army to shave men's heads to shave them off upon world war to, to, so they could go to war and he said that you had people there who got egos who, people who had businesses people who were poor but when they were, had shaved heads and they were completely naked, you couldn't spot any difference in between them. And it just shows that we are all human. The only difference is that these people have taken action and you haven't. That is the only difference. And they have had to overcome that. Um, and then I've completely forgot what the third one was. Ah, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I'm rambling. No, no I, lo- it. I love it. And then the third kind of imposter syndrome is if I don't get over this self-imposter syndrome, i'm never going to do anything i'm never going to do anything and i'm going to be sat there at 80 years of age listening to the, my lying in a hospital bed listening to my heart monitor beep away slower and slower and be thinking oh what was i really worried about and i want that that's a big that's a that's one of my biggest motivators to eliminate that regret because i just i don't want that regret i just want yeah. to, i don't drive, it. i would drive, I rather drive, go all in and if it, if it goes, if it fails, if it, I don't know what's going to happen, but I drive rather have a go, give it my all and be sat on my deathbed thinking, you had a good go there, James. Well done. Yeah. Then oh, I wish I would have had a go, you know, I wish I would have had a go. I winded like that again to get into fear. And that, that was, that was what drives me on. That was, that was driving me on. So it's the first one was the traveling. The second one was the, the book that I read. And I must find that book and I can drop you on an email. And the third one was just eliminating that regret.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, we we all say that, but if you really, I like the way that you stated it, maybe as soon as you start to have that uneasy feeling like, you know, I want to do this, but I'm having second thoughts, sort of visualize yourself on your deathbed with that regret and then put yourself and feel what it feels like. And if you feel what that feels like, then you're going to be motivated to just... Uh dive into it. So yeah. I found myself, you know, it's amazing. It's similar to what you're talking about over the past, gosh, probably just like four or five months. I don't even question anything. When somebody asks me to do something, I say, yes. Yeah. Every time. I'm just like, yes, I'll do it. Yes. <laughs> and then which, which when you have an eight year old daughter oh yeah, that can sometimes cause problems, but you know, definitely when it comes to like, you know, I don't even think I don't even let the ego, come in and try to talk me out of it. I just say, yes. And it has opened so many new doors to opportunities and made so many connections with other people that the momentum is amazing just by saying yes. Yep. You know, it's that simple. So, um, it is. all right. So the last thing I want to ask you and well, actually a couple of things, but I wanted to ask you this was cause this was an interesting conversation I had yesterday with another entrepreneur. And we were discussing how this was something I read in a a Wayne Dyer book, the power of intention, I think is the name of the book. It's over there, but it was talking about abundance and how we all can tap into abundance. We are all in the middle of abundance at all times, but in order to stay in that constant state of abundance, when you receive something, you have to then turn around and share it with someone else. You can't yes. be attached to it and hold on to it. So I'm just curious like what your thoughts are on that and if it's something that you, you're, you know, if you are, obviously you have a serve first attitude. So I think it falls into that, yeah. but you know, on service, what does that, what does that mean to you?
1: I think it's very important to give value. And that's something that I realized very early on in, becoming an entrepreneur and setting up a business and a podcast is very important to, to share what you receive. And we, you are on this planet in any business, in any business at all, fast food, hospitality. I I work in recruitment. I'm a gas engineer. That's kind of my background of what I did previously is you are always serving people. You are gaining knowledge. I was trained to be a gas engineer to then serve other people. I was training to work in recruitment to then serve other people to find jobs. And when, when you first start out, the big thing is not to focus on what you are going to gain, what money you are going to gain. You want to focus on, because more money is important. First of all, we all want to earn money. It's silly if people say, oh, no, I don't want to earn money. I don't want to earn money at all. Right. But you've, you've got to, you want to gain knowledge and gain wisdom and then pass that on to provide that value to other people. Because I, from my experience, seeing the change in other people, helping other people to even just put a smile on someone's face makes you feel so warm inside mm-hmm. and it gives you a sense of, of happiness that can't be achieved by materialistic things.
0: Yes, definitely. And it, you know, it's funny that you bring up, I think the money issue is something that a lot of people they might feel guilty like if they're in you know they have a serve first attitude and they want to create a mission based business but i was having this same discussion recently and it's like you can't if you if you want to serve your mission and make an impact a big impact on the people what your purpose is you can't do that if you don't have any money so you have to make money but the key is yeah. is um there's an entrepreneur i believe his name's Akbar Sheikh i believe that's how you pronounce his name but his, his whole motto is get, uh, earn more, give more, yeah. earn more to, or earn more to give more, you know? So, I mean, yeah. and he does amazing things like hell. He started a foundation to help, um, children in Africa get dental work and get teeth where they didn't have dentists like in their whole, you know, with hundreds of miles away and they come wow. in and they help them out, but it, it, it helps deliver clean water to families. But it's all based. He's like, I couldn't do this if I didn't have a business and I wasn't focused on making money, he's like, I don't focus on making money for the energy of hoarding that money it's for the energy of serving others and putting that money back out to good use. Exactly. Um, so I think that's an amazing, amazing thing. So all right, last thing I want to ask you in the yeah. world, we'll wrap this up, but I want to know because you talk about books being and I, I love to read books too. I think I have yes. like four going right now. Um, <laughs> but what, if you had to recommend to millennials or to anybody listening to this podcast, let's just make it two two books okay. that you would recommend that they read right now. What do you think that would okay.
1: be? Okay. I know the first one. It's the magic of thinking big, which I treat it as my Bible. It's, it's something that I could fall back on, and I wouldn't be who I was today without that book. And a big, big thing that I love about the book is I always struggle to when I was reading these self-development books and these, these books that are recommended is you read them and then you're like, oh, how do I put this into practice? And the great thing about that because every chapter it says, right, this is what you need to do and this is how to, this is how to bring it into your life. Some things don't work. Some things do work. It, it all works for different people, but this is something that I can fall back on. So definitely the magic of thinking big. And then, you've got me here. I'd have to say the one thing. I mean once again that's it increases focus and it's so true just focus on the one thing that's gonna bring you bring you the results and get you closer towards your goal than the rest of the the options that you have.
0: I love that. That touch it's funny because um the synchronicity of discussions I love. Like the mm. I had a I was taught remember I discussed how we had a, I have my other friend that I'm doing a podcast yeah. with. We set the 10 minute timer. We just did a podcast on implementation and how important implementation is, you know, information is not what's important. We can get information everywhere. And that's exactly what you're talking about with the magic of thinking big. It's like, okay, you get this now, here's how you go implement it, go do it. Yeah. I think that's very important. I love that. That's a great, great point. And then the one thing, one of my biggest things is to simplify. So it's like, this is like, I, I love when, the energy is like this and it's just like, okay, that's exactly perfect for the way I'm thinking and what other people are thinking too. Because if you want to cut out, um, as an entrepreneur and for somebody who's going to be successful like you are and you find your mission, you find your authentic self, you know what you want to do and what you want to serve. A lot of times it can be overwhelming. So you have to simplify mm-hmm. to that one thing and then focus on that. Yeah. Really great at that. And, you you'll fulfill your you'll fulfill your mission and you'll impact the lives of others. So
1: yeah, completely. You'll get, you'll get there closer by focusing on one thing than by focusing on 20 things at once. Yes. Anyway. And just by doing that one thing, one week, one thing the next week, you will get there and you'll do that better than if you were to just spread yourself over a large
0: area. Yes. Well, I, James, I appreciate you being here. I love hearing your story. It's a very motivational and it's, I, I love your mission. And congratulations you on the podcast. You're you're blowing so many other podcasters out. Not that you're trying to, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just blown away like a hundred episodes that fast. That's amazing. I was just in an event uh, with Russell Brunson, a private event, you know, the ClickFunnels yeah, yeah. founder. And that's exactly what he was preaching to us was go out as part of one of the days, because he's getting ready to release a book called Traffic Secrets, which is going to be the third in his Trilogy, yeah. um, but he was preaching that go out do a minimum between now and a year from now. I want you to have 100 episodes. Wow! <laughs> so now I'm be like, hey Russell, you got to meet this guy. He's got 100 hey, in like less right than way. four months. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. I'm, I'm glad to to Russell. <laughs> yeah, Russell's a great guy, and he <laughs> he's the one that actually started the conversation around implementation because of what he he just. Reframed the way his business is operating and they're giving people a lot of training, a lot of information for free. Yeah. But what he tried to share with some of us who are in a private coaching group with him is that, you know what, what's really important is not, if you ask my inner circle members, my people who are most successful, I mean, you're on track. I'll tell you this because it's one, they focus on one thing they simplify and two, they implement. So, you've already got the background for that and you've already got the blueprint. So you're on the way. So that's great. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Before we go, if there's anything you want to share, I I know I want to um, share where people can find you. And then if you've got anything out there, like any, you know, a free discovery call, anything you want to share or anything like that, feel free to just let us know about it.
1: Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I've got, um, currently an offer just where you can jump on. We'll have a chat about your dream a uh, thirty minutes free coaching call, coaching call or habit review call. What we do is we talk about your dream, what's keeping you stuck at the moment in time, what could be habits, routines, and how we can create the momentum. And we focus on creating momentum over ninety days. And we probably look at ninety days because thirty days is a habit, sixty days is a routine, and ninety days is a lifestyle, and that comes from with the podcast, I wanted to get to ninety days and seeing the the momentum that can create is incredible. So yeah, it's a a 30 minute free call. We just jump on, we have a chat and if we end up, if we don't end up working together, you'll still leave with three key ways that you can implement straight away into your life and move forward and create momentum.
0: I love it. So how do they, how do they get it, reach out to you to get that?
1: Yeah. Best mention that it's um, www.launchwithjames.com.
0: Launchwithjames.com. Okay. Okay, That's the one. Yeah. Uh, is that the best way to reach you? I guess just go there and then they can find your other, you know, information about your podcast and all that kind of stuff too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They can head over okay. to, to that page and also they can connect with me on Instagram at millennial motivation podcast. Um, drop me a direct message. I love hearing from people and yeah, I'd love to chat and love to speak just about anything really.
0: Great. Well, I will put links to all that stuff in the show notes as well. So if you sure. want to get in touch with them, you can just, it's easy to implement by just taking one click. There, exactly, you know, yes, correct. One thing and implementation. We just worked it in again. There Happy. you go. <laughs>
1: Happy. We're ambassadors for this.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. I'm feeling like it now. Um, well, I appreciate it, James. It was really great to meet you. I mean, it was like that. We, we met by random chance and I uh, got yeah. to know each other and now I feel like I know you much better and I'm really glad that we met. I love your story and I'm gonna start Thank you. Diving into your podcast because I, I know it's going to be helpful and motivating as well. So I will talk to you soon. Sure.
1: Well, thank you, thank for, you for being me on. First of all. Thank you for having me on.
0: Yes. Thanks, James. Wow. What another great episode. Our guests are amazing, and I appreciate each and every one of them for spending some time with us. And also, I appreciate you. For taking the time to listen or to watch. If you find this valuable and think others would enjoy it too, would you please leave us a comment on Facebook? Leave us a comment on the YouTube channel? Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to our Apple podcast and leave us a review. We would appreciate it. Any way you're watching, listening, consuming this, just to get some feedback and to see that you're enjoying the kind of content we're putting out. It would mean the world to us. We want to make sure we're making a positive impact on everybody that's listening. And by doing that, you also help us make sure that other people who may need to hear the messages of my guests will also hear them. So thank you again. I appreciate it. And listen, if you've got a a desire to start an impact purpose-driven business, but don't know where to start, please reach out to me. I'll be glad to jump on a call with you just to give you some advice, some things I've learned from my guests, some things I've learned from my journey. Just come find me on Facebook. It's Evans Putman, E-V-A-N-S-P-U-T-M-A-N coaching. Evans Putman coaching on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram at Evans Putman. Send me a direct message. However you want to reach out to me, just please do it. I'll be glad to jump on and help you out. And if you think you're perfect for this podcast, I can't wait to hear from you. So reach out to me as well. Thank you again. Look forward to seeing you on the next Infinite Impact Radio episode.